Welcome. This is not your average musician with me, Isaac Hernandez, and the depleted Dalton McLaughlin. <laughs> What's up, bro? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> hence, um, hence the the depleted, my friend. Oh, that, that the adjective. <laughs> hit me like a truck, dude. Yeah. yeah, I'm almost. If anybody out there has ever taken the EdTPA to gain your teaching license, certification, credential, same thing. It's a grind. It's a. There's a lot of writing. You get to watch yourself teach the same lesson like 80 times and write about it. So yeah, I'm depleted. That's fair. I can't argue that one bit. It's a hard knock life for uh, for the Dalton McLaughlin these days. But um, he's pushing through, persevering as always. And drinking uh, Red Bull. Drinking a lot of Red Bull, friend. And uh, well, it's it's interesting to see from my point of view because I'm gonna be there in like. A year and a half or so. And I get to laugh at you. I yeah, wait. you get to laugh when you're working, and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired, bro. And, yeah, you're uh, gonna you're gonna be a uh, tired. You know, when the podcast is obviously buzzing in the future and all that good stuff, you're gonna be a. Uh, you're like, yo, now I know why sometimes you uh, had some struggles when you're doing your TPA. Now <laughs> I know why you you didn't practice like four hours a day. I had other things to do. And there's other stuff to do, kids, but. Nevertheless, we're here with a Teaching Tuesday, and we have a little bit of a brief announcement to make before Dalton does his thing, which we're been, we've been dropping two episodes a week, and then this week, we're only going to get one, hence... We're going to get get one, no guests this week, just no Teaching Tuesday. Week. Just Teaching Tuesday. Um, you know, the, the speaking about the grind, uh, finding people for the pod... Uh, it's it's happening, but they all managed to. We got double booked multiple days, which hasn't happened After. in a really yeah. long time. With hopes for somebody coming on for this Thursday, and what happened instead is for the future, which you don't know about. But we have multiple people on multiple days. Yes. So we're yeah, booked, but, but just uh, yeah, Dalton needs a break. He's been working hard trying to book people. It's not happening. Yeah, but so, we got, we got uh, some diversity coming. We got so, some singer-songwriter. We have a flautist, I think the first one. We got a super awesome trumpet player who's the principal for the L.A. Phil, which is a... That's a big I deal. don't think your job can get much better or cooler. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm missing... Missing one other person. There's a drummer coming on. Oh, an a old shredding friend, drummer. A shredding drummer that I haven't talked to in. How old am I? Twenty-seven. I haven't talked to him in like ten years. Wow. Yeah, we played concerts in high school. He was like my flamenco percussion guy. Nice. He played. He like would play. Uh, I have like a little cajon drum that he would play. He like played his doom back, and I'm just like, this is what I'm playing. Can you <laughs> play something cool? He's like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> he's never like no i don't like that he's like yeah let's make that work so he's cool <laughs> cool yeah we got so we got good stuff coming for you guys so just so you know there's only one episode this week forgive us forgive the depleted dalton mclaughlin he'll be back on his game soon we'll be back on on the game soon um but before we get into 
today's topic, which is going to be three steps to learning music theory. We're going to keep this short. We're going to keep this concise and simple because music theory is this whole big topic, which it can be, but we're going to make it simple. All right. Not the topic itself, but the right direction, because we could obviously talk about different things in music theory for hours and hours and hours, but we're just going to say, Hey, um, if you're interested, and it seems like there's interest because Isaac said he's like, this is trending on Google. So <laughs> if it's trending on Google, it's going to trend on the podcast, of course. That's, the, that's just, the logic. Yes, and just to give you guys some direction, if you're curious or need to brush up on anything, what to do. And, yeah, it's going to be simple. And something else that's simple is liking and subscribing to the Not Your Average Musician podcast, which Damn. if you're listening <laughs> out there, we know you have. I just share the love with other friends and family and music people and just just share do it. it. I'll say it just again. Share it. share it with the scrubs that you know, the oh. person that's not practicing, the person that's like, yeah, you probably should be a little bit better. Maybe uh, work on your music theory. Hey, I got a handful of DMs when you dropped the clip of saying, don't be a scrub, the, <laughs> the graphic. People are like, oh, yeah, that's your thing. I'm like, that's right. Don't that, be a scrub. That is your thing. Now it's a podcast thing. Well, it quickly became my thing because remember we used to hang out? Dalton is like, oh, he's a scrub. And I'm like, oh, scrub, that's a good that's a good one. And then I started, great word. I started calling uh, people scrub. I call myself. I was like, dude, you're such a scrub. Um, but, but anyway. Let's not be music theory scrubs and give people good knowledge out there of That's... how to get the ball going. So Yeah, for sure. So again, three steps to learning music theory. We're not gonna go into like a whole lot of detail. We're kinda gonna give you like a, a the trajectory, like follow these steps. We're just not gonna get really into the nitty gritty again, because that would it could take a you know, so it it would be hard to get specific, to be general about like, you know, certain things of course if you have questions let us know and then we can also make a teaching Tuesday about specific things if you have questions about that but without further ado let's go right into step one which is find a trusted resource before anything find a trusted resource something that's coherent that is tested to work and we have a couple of examples or a few examples right Dalton has when do you kick us off on the first one? I'm gonna I'm gonna plug musictheory.net. Uh, mm-hmm. I use it with I've used it for literally anybody, high school kids. I've had like little kids use it. I've had adults use it. You've um, used pointed, it for presentations for school, like even right. Yeah, you need a text bro, and my, stuff like that. Yeah, it's 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 in my EdTPA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> musictheory.net exactly. is is in my EdTPA because uh, I use the lesson from there. Um, it's really nice and it's really easy to follow. I would say arguably the easiest website to follow regarding music theory. I even used it back in undergraduate. You know, like it could take you as simple as like reading notes and it's really fun where, you know, it like has interactive exercises and then there's a app that's like three or four bucks called Tenuto. So there's an app version or you could just do it on the computer and Mm -hmm. anything from note reading. And then it also gives you opportunities for, um, ear training like it can play like intervals and scales and chords and it teaches you like how to read and it has different clefs um you can make the exercises 
uh, your ability. So if you want to get better at like bass clef, like you can do that or soprano clef for whatever reason, you mm-hmm. could do that too. And it's just nice that like after you get those basics, it's a, uh, there's different lessons on, you know, it could be anything from phrasing to using non uh, chord tones to using secondary dominance to analyzing sonata form. So it's just like, it's really good for like pre 20th century music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. I can't complain. Once There's also a really hard thing. If you play guitar out there, this identifying chords and it just gives you the fretboard and like the different notes and it's really fun to try to do if you don't have a guitar in your hands. It I've done I've done an app like that uh, that it, it just shows you yeah you have to go off a of memory and then <clears throat> it really tests you like how well do you know the fretboard and how well do you think you know the fretboard which is it's interesting because the fretboard is it's kind of hard to see in your in your mind sometimes like certain mm-hmm. you know when you start like mixing up the notes and and stuff like that but another yeah that's that's a great resource another one is is just straight up old books and what i want to say about this is there is also of course a, b- a bunch youtube boom this podcast you know of course there you know Plug. we got yeah of course we we have uh like other teaching tuesdays they get very specific about certain topics right but um the thing that you want to keep in mind here is like what kind of learner you are and the kind like the way that information lands most effectively on you because some people you like for me like what works really well for me is books like if i read it 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 just it makes sense but if i if you give me the same information in a video it's harder for me to process like it just doesn't land well i have to watch it i usually have to write it you know like when i'm watching uh lectures or on zoom you know and stuff like that i have to write stuff i have to read the the articles and stuff like that for the information to make sense to me but some people you know it makes more sense with the video some people maybe they just need to listen to it like in an audio form or something like that and that so i would say that find a resource that really works for you and there are a bunch of textbooks out there that you know can go into functional harmony and things like that that are not you know super complicated there are condensed versions you know and stuff like that um i gotta i gotta give a shout out to tonal harmony with an introduction to 20th century music by dorothy Payne and stefan kotska that's what Mm -hmm. i used and it was really good like really really good yeah the the textbook i used in in college was a concise approach to tonal harmony by uh professor poundy bernstein he's which (laughs) it's funny because in my undergrad I, I didn't know him, and now I'm in, in grad school. And I was like, oh, you wrote my textbook. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty oh. dope. Yeah, but it was, it's really simple. Like, and not super expensive, but I think that's the point. It's just like, here is a concept. Here are a few examples. And, and it goes, the third resource that we would recommend is getting a teacher because music theory can be a little confusing, especially if you've never, if you've never dived into it, you're going to have questions. Certain things are going to confuse you. You're going to have like, what, oh, why doesn't this work? Why doesn't that work? And usually if you're taking private lessons with somebody, that's usually the person. My students ask me all the time, like, hey, I was looking at this thing and I don't get it. And, you know, we'll just go through it together. And, and you know, if, if you can do lessons, I would say, and I'm pretty active on this and Dalton is probably going to scuff a little, but Reddit, there are some great subreddits. Oh. <laughs> He's like, if you talk about Reddit one more time, yeah, um, sure. You can go to Reddit. I'm not yeah. going to go to Reddit. That's me. 
Yeah. So there is there are subreddits, for example, one very popular music theory. I'm very active on it, and people are people are asking questions all the time, and um, of course there are always really great arguments <laughs> on that oh subreddit. But usually, people ask a question, you'll get loads of answers. So you'll have somebody that'll give it to you in the way that makes sense to you, and you can interact. But I think it's just a way to ask somebody that some people that might have more experience or knowledge than you. And that and it doesn't have to be Reddit. It could be a forum, but just Reddit is the one I'm on. It kind of it's the one that makes sense to me. That I feel like I killed Dalton a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> he was like step two, bro. Step I was, two. <laughs> I'm so excited about just you know sharing some nice stuff, and then you drop Reddit. I know I pooped all it's, over your little. It's okay. Reddit's yeah. fine. I just I just don't do it. I know. I know. It's it's okay. Anyway. It's not step for everyone. Two. It's definitely not for everyone. Uh, step two, and this is kind of like a perspective thing where music is sequential and music has its own language. So this is, in understanding this, it's, the, it's a step in itself. And I, I came to learn this because it, when I went to college, like I had so many music theory holes, as I used to call them. And the way the curriculum was presented, I'm like, oh, I came out like, oh, okay, I get it. And I was like, oh, it's sequential. We, we call that the achievement gap in uh, public education, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, my, my gap was, was huge. Uh-oh. <laughs> my good. achievement gap. Um, but in, in music, uh, with music theory, like, and also this was reinforced when I started teaching because I had students like, Oh, I want to learn about this song. And I was like, oh, okay, wait, if we want to learn about this, maybe it's a song using like a secondary dominant. If you've never, if you don't understand like how a major scale works or what it is, it's kind of pointless for me to start explaining what a secondary, a secondary dominant is, you know, like it's just not, it's just not going to make sense. I could be wrong. I think guitar world is very guilty of trying to do too much without knowing enough. A hundred percent. I I, I don't think the same is out there for, you know, like somebody who like learned, started playing the violin, for example, when they were a kid and went through like Suzuki method and everything is step by step. You know, this is for the, the adventurous guitarist out there who's like. <laughs> My first riff was smoke on the water, bro. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> who like plays that and they're like, all right, let's figure out how like G minor works. Smoke on the water. I'm like. Maybe that's not a good place Yeah, and if you don't even you've never even done the major skill and never mind you that if you're a rock player, you know, like like me, <laughs> I skipped major skill, I skipped everything. I was like, bro, where are the pentatonics? That's what I need to know. And then, you know, it's kind of <laughs> I killed Dalton again. <laughs> Maybe my nickname if you're Mr. Metronome, I could be Mr. Pentatonic. Ooh, I like the ring of that. That's cool. Sure, Mr. Pentatonic. That's a. Uh, I'm gonna sit on that for a couple of weeks. I'll get back to you. But All right. <laughs> it's. Cool. I'm down. But music. But again, I had I had um, an analogy, which like it, that music music kind of kind of worked like math, especially music theory, like. When you start, you know, you go to first grade, second grade, you start learning about addition, subtraction, multiplication, you learn your times tables, right? It's like if you, if somebody that's never been through that starts asking you about like, you know, algebraic equations and things like that. And you're like, man, we kind of got to back up a little bit. 
Because there is a bunch of, there are concepts that build on each other that you got to understand one to understand the next one. And there is a whole bunch of terminology that only functions within music and like in math, right? There are certain like, um, I can't think of any music terms right now. So, so can I, can I jump in here? Please. All right. It would be like, let's say you're going to be impressed here. Um, it's like we're in math class and say we're learning about the quadratic formula. Ooh. I am impressed. Wow. And like, that's where you are is the quadratic formula, which is like, I think somewhere in like the algebra, algebra two land. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, um, so you have that. And then something more advanced would be like logarithms, which is right. more like calculus. Um, it could be the same thing. Like say you're going into a lesson or a class and you want to talk about the modes, the modes can be kind of complicated with like application and really knowing what's going on. Mm -hmm. That could be a logarithm and your knowledge of theory might be back at like pre-calculus. Yeah. Like you, you know. just need to understand what an, what an interval is maybe. Yeah. Like before you even get to the, the craziness with the modes. Cause yeah. the, knowing that's going to be good. So don't jump the gun. Yeah. Don't, the, don't the walk difference... into calculus class if you're still in like, eighth grade algebra yeah like, don't do it the the difference i think is that like you if you're technically good you've put in your time technically you could be able to play a song that's like music theory wise advanced like you could be playing a song in dorian and not even know it and that's fine you know have fun but we're we are focusing on the music theory part of things and the study of music so yeah like dalton said don't don't walk ahead yeah before. it's like if you want to start, you know, going on Reddit and talking about all that yeah. crazy theory, it's like you, sure, you could probably play it, but like knowing it so well where you could teach it to somebody kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's a good point. And yeah, definitely. And I think it's wherever that point you may be, because I think it's rare that anybody's like a complete zero. I mean, some people are, but some people like understand, like, I kind of know what a key is. I kind of know what the skills, are, you know, kind of this kind of that you have to identify where you're at and this is where like your resource would come in in handy you know with like a good resource maybe not a youtube video because the youtube videos could be random but maybe like the website or a book you know you could oh i'm kind of i know this but you can backtrack a little move forward yeah, a little ma bit. make sure you start at the beginning i even had a teacher once in a violin class and she was saying hey we should start Let's kind of jump around. Let's look at like number 12, you know, in the book. And I'm just like, I don't think we can play number one. And then she just looked at everyone. She's like, how do you guys feel? I'm like, yeah, 12 is too hard. Can we start at one? She's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, just number be one. logical, please. Just just start at the beginning. Yeah. And like even if it's book. review, the yeah. review can be quick, you know, but yeah, just like open the page and don't go, all right, chapter 18. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Modal progressions. Let's go um and anywho yeah step three the fi final step which i think is very important and i think sometimes gets left out a little bit is make it practical and apply what you learn and there are different ways to do this which we're going to go over but i want to drive this point home that if you're just reading if you're just studying music then then it, it's just theory it's just something you read in a book and this like music theory is used to describe the music we're here to like rationalize and categorize so that we can use it later on 
in whatever way that we choose, right? But if like John Coltrane was playing a sequence and it sounds really dope, we just need to get, we needed to give it a name. Okay, what it, what do I call this so I can identify it when I hear it? I can recall it when I want to play it. You know, if somebody else is doing it, I can be like, that's that Coltrane thing again, you know? So that's important. And the first one to apply here. Well, actually, I'll take. I'll let you take this one, Dalton, because this is more. This is your speed. I'll take the second one. That's funny. I'm just sitting here waiting to see what you're gonna say. Nah, you go. Um, I think like okay. So application. I actually have a really um fun one. Is like so with the old high school kids. You know, I'm saying they're interested in writing songs, right? And mm -hmm. I'm just like we we have to have some some basis. For them to kind of get the balls rolling so we had a <coughs> excuse me we had a music theory concept that we taught and theory th sorry theory thursday and it was just like i think one of the easiest chord progressions the doo-wop it's one six four five mm -hmm. and it's really nice on guitar because you can play g e minor c d there's no bar chords so nothing scary so we kind of talked about that learned about that and I'm like hey it's like if you want to make a song you can and then I also just gave them an example so as far as like what was going on I'm like yeah you can use this this could be a song there's a bunch out there but let's actually learn a song so you know that it's out there and if you want to build upon it or make something your own that you can so fi finding a way to apply it and use the theory is really nice and you can obviously create your own but finding an ex a real life example is do that first yeah and i think a good sometimes just to play devil's advocate i've heard people like well i don't like theory it limits me or that or like what well, i just do i'll just write it by ear you know i'll just follow my ear and that and i'm like cool but i'm like if you're gonna write i feel like the the one that could do that was like Kurt Cobain. His ears were so on point that he could just kind of write by ear. I don't think he knew what Lydian was and stuff like that. I could be wrong. But he's got like some, like the, the, some of his melodies against the chords that were like, you know, quote unquote simple. They're dope, man. And I was like, dude, he like, he, his sense of creativity and, and oral skills were like really good. So I was just like, dude, cause no, you don't just come up with that kind of stuff. You know, it was like, dude, he was like, he was hearing this shit. It's like, those, his songs are so unique and catchy, even if they're like two chords, you know? So with that exception, if you're hearing on that level, then I would say, yeah, go ahead, do it by ear. But for the rest of us, I would say that, it it help it doesn't limit your creativity at all. It just it's just tools. It's like if you had a blank canvas and like, you know, oh I, I want to paint and I'm like, well you should probably learn how to draw first and learn about colors a little bit, you know. Like no, nah, I'm just gonna do it by eye. Like I mean yeah, you could you'll get a painting, but like, is it gonna be maybe close to what you hoped it would be? Are you gonna how free are you to express yourself? You know if you can't maybe, you know, you draw a tree or a car or something. You know if you can't like do basic geometry and shit like that you know it's not you know having trouble with those fundamentals and how good is that painting gonna be i'm imagining this is why i'm laughing like a little kid yeah you know with the painting and then analogy and then for music like not knowing how to draw anything yeah right <laughs> yeah like not having like a reference point yeah and like sticking it on the fridge right <laughs> like to like whoever's at home to your family and then like the parents are 
family just laughing at it and like hey mom i drew a i don't know a dog and like the body like doesn't resemble a dog body and like yeah the ears don't and it's just kind of like the same thing where like you know like you you know that little kid maybe should have like kind of like learned how to color inside the lines and like learned Boom. that a dog body is not a <laughs> circle you know i'm like yeah it's cute you're a, a kid but like how how would you want your drawing to be more effective you would learn the tools and apply the tools and then it will be refrigerator quality yeah they think like if you like if you just like had a song and you just like played whatever chord you felt was nice like it, it'll be okay you know it can yeah. go on the fridge or yeah. on the internet or to your friends but it might kind of sound funny <laughs> <laughs> boom don't be a scrub yeah um, that that's the moral of the story yeah that's the moral of the story but yeah, and you and that's a great example of the the dua progression because you're like, oh, you know, I hear this, oh, but everybody's used it. I want to be original, and I'm like, bro, you know how many music, how much music has been put out? Like, good luck. I, um, I even shared with the kids that the Ed Sheeran song, which is the dua. That chord progression comes from the yeah. '50s, right? And like, it sounds not like original, a and it sounds nothing like a doo It does use the doo chord progression, and if you look on. YouTube millions and millions of streams and then I'm like on Spotify I'm like guys even you know because kids are always kind of reluctant like why are we playing this I'm like well I'm like it's good it has a skill you can apply the skill the song's kind of popular there's a 1 billion 600 million plus streams I'm like so I don't care if you think the doo-wop is old like dude it it's working just, yeah just give it's, it, a try. it works yeah so. and that would be like a great exercise you'd like write a song using the doo-wop progression doesn't mean it has to be the whole song it has to be the whole piece but like use it as a starting point like i guarantee you it's not gonna sound like i mean maybe it all sound like a 50 song but that's, doesn't have to doesn't have to that's your challenge you know funny you say that sometimes i write a one six four five but i'll do it in minor with just power chords Ooh. i'm like sounds nothing like a doo-wop progression i'm like all right yeah well good. well if it's power chords you can't tell the quality of the chords so. boom boom <laughs> double double shot so another thing to make music practical and apply what it is that you're learning is to analyze music that you like yeah and that's very very simple pull up a chart look at the lead sheet look at the score and it could be done with any any music any you know and i have to use my example like sometimes um I'll pull up rock songs or anything like that. And I'm like, oh, interesting. You know, like, uh, oh, I was actually, there was this Beyonce song I was listening to the other day. And it sounded kind of weird to say, <laughs> but it came up and uh, it's a song, I Care. It's in Phrygian, the chorus. And I was like, oh shit, it was cool. And then I, I, I heard, I thought I heard it. And then I pull up the chords and then I was like, the verse is, uh, what was it? It's E Phrygian. So the verse was like E minor to C. I was like, oh, you can't really hear that it's in Phrygian yet. But then the chorus, the pre-chorus goes to G. And then you have F, E, F, E. And I was like, oh, there it is. And then the vocal harmonies. And, then, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So it doesn't sound like Spanish-y. It doesn't sound metal. It's a pop song. It's a whole new with, uh, you know, different timbres and different production and all that. But it was really interesting. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, and it, it can oh, wow. kind of give you ideas to exercise that that knowledge i want to fact check isaac now but i don't know the song you're talking about oh the song is i care by beyonce 
Well, we might have a different day where I'm like, we're going to analyze this song. Like, is it really infringing? I, I don't know. I don't know the song, but I'm curious now. Yeah. Yeah. But. Beyonce, that's the last thing. That I, was I, I was surprised. I was surprised. I was like, Frigian here? What? Well, yeah. Not, not even that, but I was more surprised. I'm like, what, what musical examples are we going to use? Not Beyonce. <laughs> I didn't where's see that the, coming. Bro, where's the pentatonic scale in that? I mean, sometimes, not all, not often, but sometimes you got to step out a little bit. Just a so, little bit. Ooh, are you ready for a bad joke? Well, sometimes you yeah. got to step outside the box. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking dad jokes over here. Get, uh, if anyone got lost, the, the pentatonic scales are shaped in... Boxes. Box, I call them boxes. Pentatonic box. Step yeah, the which box. lots of rock players do. So Isaac's got to yeah. step outside the box. <laughs> nah, but that's those are the two things: composing and analyzing music are, are the two suggestions that we have for for making music. Uh, so exercising that information that you uh, that you learn, you know, put it into compositional components and analyze music, and you'll be. I think you'll be set. Like if you follow these. Um, kind of in sequence keep these things in mind I think you'll be set for a good uh, music theory journey rather than keeping everything random it can get very confusing very fast yeah and if there's something that does confuse you and you do get stuck on one of that reddit posts and you get more confused because there's reddit trolls just give us a DM we can Definitely. talk about on the podcast and answer all your questions yeah Dalton is at McLaughlin 93 yeah. And right. I'm at the Isaac Hernandez. And also, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to hit that smash, yes, the like, smash. and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're on all streaming platforms. We're on YouTube if for some reason you want to see our faces and uh, see what these scrubs look like. And um, yeah, till next time. Later, everyone. <laughs>